You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. Another beautiful day in the Jewish state, and I want to start off this show by saying thank you to the guys at America's Web Radio who bring the truth of the Jewish state to the grassroots of the United States. The truth about Israel as this country is number one in the world in technology, agriculture, and medicine, and the world's number one rapid res- emergency rapid response team in dealing with natural disasters. It is amazing what the Jewish people have done in 67 years, far surpassing any civilization in the history of mankind, even that of the United States. It's amazing, amazing. So, I want to thank the guys at America's Web Radio for over for almost three years bringing us the truth to the United States via Insight to Israel. Also, want to thank everyone that listens to Insight to Israel, as we are in the top 20% out of 26,000 radio shows heard around the world in the United States, in Canada, Europe, Australia, and even in Newfoundland. <laughs> Got an email from a lady from Newfoundland. Thank you. Thank you for watching the social media, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter. Thank you for being a, for, for listening to the truth and sharing. Also want to thank everyone that is a participator, not a spectator, in sending Hershey's for Heroes to the Israeli soldiers. A note on a chocolate bar. It is amazing how it boosts the morale of a soldier that is on the front lines of the war with Islam. So, thank you, and God bless. As well, you're going to listen to this radio show. It will be a compilation of short interviews that I believe have a big impact. So enjoy, enjoy the program. This is Michael Gano with Insight to Israel and Hershey's for Heroes. And uh, I am in Ben-Gurion Airport. Uh with a guy that I've known for about 15 minutes now but I will say that brother I can call you friend of course you can and uh, it's a little more Hebrew I learned though it's uh, brothers and uh, Hebrew is Achim Achim okay yeah that's a word I I haven't learned yet I thought you knew it (laughs) Brian Mast correct that's right okay I thought I had that right Mast like on a sailboat exactly Brian is an American former American former soldier Brian, were you in the Rangers? I served. Uh, I served with the Rangers. I was a bomb tech by trade. A bomb tech by trade. And Brian uh, is what you would call in the Israeli Defense Force uh, a lone soldier. Correct? No, uh, no? no, I'm not a lone soldier. You're not. I'm a volunteer. You're a volunteer. I volunteered uh, to, as uh, what you would more so call an ambassador of goodwill uh, with the IDF. It's and not you, the same as being a lone soldier. Right? Okay, okay. So, Brian, uh, do me a favor. This You have an amazing story because I found Brian. I actually got emails. Uh, I get emails about Israel all the time to, you know, so I can get a... Stay on, stay on top of everything that goes on because a lot goes on in this country and outside the country, as you know. But I got this email and I was reading about Brian and I thought to myself, what? <laughs> and I, I knew I had to meet him and I'll tell you, I, I kind of did everything I could. I didn't even know you had a Facebook page. But Brian, uh, and I'm going to let him talk, Brian, because I have a tendency to do too much. You were persistent about finding me. And I was very persistent. And uh, Brian actually lost his legs in Afghanistan. He's a double amputee. 
And uh, I want you to take a few minutes and tell us about that, Brian. And then we're going to go into why you're here. Oh, uh, well, it was, uh, it was a normal night for the assault force that I was a part of. Uh, you know, we were working out of Kandahar, and we had the location of a high-value target. And we had to go after this individual. We only work at night. And I was the bomb tech, or the explosive expert that, uh, you know, was responsible for all things explosive with the, uh, the group that I worked with. And that particular night, we came to an area um, that our target was in, and uh, it was an area that I identified, you know, I could easily say that if I was a bomber, I would probably put a bomb in this area. <laughs> and uh, so I told my guys to hold up and wait, and that... Uh, you know, to let me check things out, and I went through all the, the methods that I used to search for things, looking for tripwires, looking for pressure plates, looking for many other things. I didn't really find or see anything, so at one point I gave the snipers that were working behind me the, the signal that we were going to forge ahead, and uh, I stood up and I took a couple steps beyond the area that I had searched, and I found the device that I thought was there, detonated beneath my feet. Wow. Wow. Amazing. So, let me ask you, what were your... I'm sure you've been asked this a thousand times, I would imagine. What, when, I'm sure you passed out. I passed out eventually. Um, I was quite cognizant for, uh, for the whole initial uh, rendering of aid that was done to me. I remember the blast. It was like a flash of light, you know, immediately. It wasn't like the movies where there's a, maybe a click and then you say, uh-oh, you know, something just happened. It, was, it just happened like that in the blink of an eye. And I remember tumbling through the air and... Ultimately, I landed on my back, and I wasn't sure if it, if it was me that had been hit or if somebody else uh, had maybe triggered a device, and I was just close enough to be affected by it. But in the minutes that followed, I could I realized that it was me that got hit. I had comms on my ears, and um, I could hear my men talking about me. They radioed up my call sign, and they said that EOD, that was who I was, EOD. They said that EOD had been hit, and um, it was about that time. Excuse me, I was... Um, you know, I was, I was looking at my arm, and uh, all of these fingers were broken, and they were pointing in directions that fingers aren't supposed to point, and one of them was barely hanging on and didn't hang on, as you can see, and, uh, you know, so it was pretty much at that time that I realized I was the one that, that had been hit, and it was right about that time that them, my men got to me, and they started rendering aid to me, and, uh, you know, they pulled tourniquets that were attached to me, they pulled them off of my kit, and they applied a tourniquet to each leg, and it applied a tourniquet to my arm, and uh, eventually they put me onto a stretcher and they assured me that I would be okay. And uh, they prepared to carry me back uh, to the helicopters, which we had recently uh, recently departed. And they carried me back to those helicopters, which is a very surreal experience, you know, because you're seeing the world go by lying on your back, which is not normally the way that you see the world go by. So it's very surreal. And um, I was dazed and confused, obviously, to some degree from just being detonated. And um, as we approached the helicopters, anybody that's been around helicopters, you know, there's a lot of rotor wash and there's, you know, dust and dirt and hay and everything else that's just it's landing on top of me. So it's a very out-of-body experience. And the last thing I remember is my men uh, loading me onto that helicopter amidst all that wind and, and everything whirling around in the air. And I'm staring up at the ceiling of that helicopter and there's a few lights on the ceiling, but really no light out because it's complete, you know, it's one o'clock in the morning or two o'clock in the morning and right and uh my men gave me one last salute and they told me that i would be okay wow wow Brian, you're right i would be how old were you because you're how old are you now 34 you're 34 just, just over four years ago four september years ago. 19th 2010 so. wow wow where where are you from originally i was raised in grand rapids michigan uh but i call 
South Florida. I call Fort Lauderdale area home. This is an area that uh, I spent my whole life in. I pretty much grew up around uh, the Fort Lauderdale area. Yeah. And uh, when it was time to exit the military, my wife and I knew exactly where we wanted to go call home. Nice. Now, you're you're married. You have two children, one on the way. Uh, two little boys. I have a little boy coming up on five in April. Wow, you're going to have three man. boys. Wow. Uh, a little boy <laughs> coming up on three in March and a little girl coming, uh, hopefully in the next couple days after I get home. Wow, wow, wow. That's great. Congratulations yeah. on that. There's nothing like family. And that's one reason, I'll tell you, uh, you've been in Israel for how long? Well, a couple weeks. A couple weeks. Ryan, uh, you have so much to look forward to because... Uh, there is still that family unit that's very uh, prevalent throughout most of Israel. It's partially family that drove me to be here. You know, even though, as I told the soldiers often as I was with them, you know, I fully enjoyed my time with serving, you know, with those IDF soldiers and the camaraderie I had between them and everything that I got to learn about them being with them. I fully enjoyed that. But I told them constantly, you know, as much as I'm having a good time here, I would much rather be watching my kids have bath time yeah. or wiping spaghetti off their shirts or something like that. That, to me, would be much more fun. But as a parent, I think we know that there's there's two sides to raising kids. You know, part of it is that you're providing your kids with as much fun as you can, but part of them is raising them properly, too. And to me... I don't think there's any more important lessons that you can teach your kids than that you spend yourself in the most worthy causes that you can find. Um, you know, I spent 12 years in the service, and I considered that a very worthy cause. I hope that, you know, my, my kids look back on my time in the service, and they're proud of their dad for, for being in the service for 12 years. Absolutely. And likewise, you know, I want to teach my kids that... Israel is important that even though we may not be, uh, that I might not be a member of the same tribe as Israelis, that uh, we're still brothers, or as that word that we talked about already, you know, that we're Ahim, that we're brothers, and that the United States citizens, that we stand with Israel, and that's something that's important to us, and hopefully I, I taught that lesson here by saying, you know what, I hate to be away from you, my young boys, but... I was out doing something important, something that's bigger than me and bigger than you and bigger than us as a family, something that's more important than all of us combined. Absolutely. Listen, we're going to be right back with, uh, with uh, Brian and hear why he joined the IDF as an ambassador, a volunteer for the IDF. And uh, we'll be right back. This is Michael Gano with Insight to Israel and Hershey's for Heroes. This is Michael Gano with Insight to Israel and Hershey's for Heroes. Brian, thank you. Thank you for being here, and thank you for your service, not only to the United States of America, but thank you for defending, helping to defend the Jewish state. Well, thank you. As I tell people, I enjoyed almost every minute of my service. I don't regret a minute of it. Awesome. It's all awesome. part of what makes us who we are. Let me ask you. Uh, I'm going to ask use one word in my next question. Why? Why am I why? here? Why are why you here? Why did you, why, what made you... What pushed you to make the decision? And, and, and then the second question is, what did your wife think? Well, why I'm here, I, it's because I support Israel. You know, I was raised in a Judeo-Christian home that, you know, I, I was always touted by my family that Israel is our greatest ally, that, you know, and beyond that, that Israel is this hope in the Middle East, and, and that couldn't be more true. It's something that I actually learned... Um, that I that I was able to apply to our to my own country uh, in something more recent. I'm going to divert here a little bit okay. because uh, I had an experience today. I was able to go uh, with an or organization called the Jaffe Institute, which helps uh, underprivileged family and underprivileged kids. And uh, I was able to meet a bunch of uh, many orphans uh, that were children of illegal immigrants here. 
And these many of these children that were illegal immigrants, they come from countries like Sudan and, and other countries that they're Jerusalem. skipping they're skipping over like Egypt and other places to get to Israel. There's a reason they're skipping over these other countries to get into Israel. The same reason that in the United States, uh, you know, Guatemalans are skipping over all these other countries and skipping through Mexico to get into the United States. Because there's something about our way of life, about our democracy, about our freedom, about what we offer to people that says, I don't want to stop in these other places. I want to get here. And so I think that speaks to the kinship that we have between Israel and between the United States. That's just a small example, but it's something that's close to my heart since I was able to experience it today. But that kinship is something that's always been taught to me, you know, since uh, since uh, in the Christian school that I grew up in and in the church that I grew up in and in the, in the home that I grew up in. And so this past summer... I was, uh, I was up at school at Harvard, and I was attending my classes, and this was when there were rockets being fired into Israel, as unfortunately there are year after year after year. There's this ridiculous game that's played where uh, Palestinians fire rockets into Israel and go hide behind women and children in schools, and then uh, they come back out again and fire more rockets. And I said to myself, you know, as, as I'm witnessing these these protests against Israel, uh, you know, up in Cambridge and, and up in uh, the Boston Area. Even though there were some some pro-Israel rallies, I'm not. This isn't to say there weren't any of those. But as I witnessed these negative protests against Israel, I said, "This this just lacks all common sense." If Canada, or if Cuba, or if Mexico were firing rockets into the United States of America, guys like me and guys like those that I worked with, we would be in those places immediately to destroy our enemies. And they would never be able to attack us again, and every American would be proud of us. And so to see these individuals hold that double standard against Israel, that, that somehow Israel wasn't defending itself, I just saw it as completely wrong. And I said at that time, I needed to find a way to show that I do stand with Israel, that though there, though there might be those that don't, that protest against them, as best as I can stand, I do stand with Israel. And so, uh, you know, for me, as I, as I told you, you know, once before, the idea of a show of support, it's not writing a 100 character or less tweet, you know, on Twitter. That's not a show of support. It says something good, but it's not a show of support. Or, or if I were to just write something on my Facebook page, that's not a show of support. I needed to find a way that I could get my own hands dirty, that I could give my own blood, my own sweat, my own tears to this cause that I believe in. And, and that's how I feel you make a show of support. And, and I ultimately found, uh, you know, the program of SARL, which, uh, you know, allowed Great me program. to come here and, and, on the show. and volunteer, you know. And work alongside, you know, IDF soldiers, and 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 get in there and give them my own blood, sweat, and tears with these guys, and get to know them, and and learn what makes them tick, and, and let us have that chance to become brothers. So wow, it's been Sorrel, amazing. I don't regret a minute of it. Sorrel was great, and I'm glad you got to experience that. Uh, you know, for Americans, and actually, they were one of my first interviews, and I did volunteer work with them. For Americans to be able to see that and experience that side by side with the soldiers, uh, and what are these? What do the young guys think? What the young people that are in the army? What did they? What did they think when you when you showed up? Well, you know, for so many of the uh, the Israeli soldiers here that are not career soldiers, they're serving, you know, for three years, basically from 18 to 21. So it's very different than, than our service in the United States, even though that pretty much encompasses the average age of our U.S. soldiers in combat. Um, 
but it's very different because every single one of them is in service. And, and I was more of a veteran fighter than, than many of these guys because I spent 12 years in the service. And so, and they saw my injuries and they saw that even post-injury, I was coming back here to serve alongside of them. And that's something that it did speak to them quite a bit. And, and I had soldiers constantly coming up to me. It was amazing, you know, coming up to me and saying thank you and wanting to hear my story and wanting to know what my experiences were and just showing me that even though I felt all along that we were brothers, they were literally showing me that, in fact, we were brothers. And, and it was just that easy. It is. Wow, wow, wow. Brian, listen, I want to actually, I want to get you on the radio show. I'd love to. And uh, I want to say, you have your Hershey show on yeah, in my bag. Brian, uh, I give a lot of Hershey's for here. Last year, we gave out over 4,000. Americans sent over 4,000. Hershey's for Heroes chocolate bars and I'm telling you you can never know the change of the morale it brings to a soldier when they see that note on it we love you we pray for you we stand with you and I want to say Brian gets a big one uh, a buddy of mine that one of my Jutile brothers I had a group of guys in, in Washington and we're all pro-Israel but we're Gentiles we're not Jewish right. they call us the Jutile brothers one of them actually is here now working and I won't say to what capacity but he sent me these big chocolate bars and if you're watching uh I want to say, Brian, thank you for defending the Jewish state, and uh, God bless your family. Are you coming back? You're coming back, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. I'll come back with my uh, with my wife and kids next time. Um, uh, there's so much that I want to show them here in Israel. There's so much goodwill that I experienced literally from one end of this country to the other. I can't tell you how many invitations I had to come to uh, Shabbat, to experience wow. people's towns, cities, homes. Um Literally, from from north to south, I couldn't have felt uh, a warmer embrace from Israel, and uh, I I can't wait to just express that to every friend that I have at home and tell them about my experience. It's, nice. it's going to be outstanding. Could Brian, be <laughs> listen, we're going to have you on again, brother. So, I want to get your wife on, and, and we haven't talked about everything. We haven't covered what process you went through, but that's for another time. Right. But I want to say thank you again from the thank American you. people and from the from the Jewish people here. God bless. This is Michael Gano. Wow, wow, wow. I am blessed every day to be in this country because I get to meet guys like this, great Americans. This is Michael Gano with Insight to Israel and Hershey's for Heroes. God bless the patriot conservatives who stand for the Judeo-Christian founded Constitution and Bill of Rights. And God bless Israel in her fight for sovereignty and security. This is Michael Gano with Insight to Israel and Hershey's for Heroes. It's another beautiful day in the Jewish state, and uh, it's about four o'clock in the morning here in Jerusalem, the eternal capital of Israel. And uh, we just finished up uh, this big protest, and I have to tell you that it is very sad. It breaks my heart to see what Islam does in defining the Jewish people. Those police have their job to do. And yet, I understand completely, after being here for three years, October 2nd, 2012, after being here for three years, and seeing the murder, the cold-blooded murder of, uh, uh, of, of Jews by Muslims, when the Muslims who are citizens of this country have more rights legally than the Jewish people do. I agree. Literally, this guy's amazing. <laughs> so we want to continue to pray that God will...
More stuff. But the Almighty God will stop the hand of the of the bloodshed of Islam against the Jewish people and around the world. Amen. With that being said, uh, I bumped into a guy who I've, I've never met until tonight, but I follow. He has his own media outlet called Jews News. Jews News. Could you introduce yourself, sir? Hi, I'm Jews News. <laughs> now, I, I had a hard time saying your name, and I apologize. Eliokim. Eliokim. Yeah. Eliokim, you're from where? I'm from Boston, baby. Boston. And uh, let me ask you. First of all, when did you make Aliyah? I made Aliyah in 2010. Why did you come home to the Jewish state? Because I cannot find Boston in the Torah. <laughs> the only thing I found in the Torah was Israel. The home for the Jewish people. Amen. So I moved here. One-way ticket. Amen. Yeah, wow, here. that's great stuff. Yeah, great stuff. Done. You know, I came here on a one-way ticket as a non-Jew. And uh, my friends in Washington, D.C. that are Jewish that have been here, they said they'll never let you in. They want to see you going, coming in. No, you've in. been here three years. Three years. You got the T-shirt. <laughs> Can't kick out anyone with a T-shirt like this. So let me ask them, how in the world, where did the concept of Jews News come from? I got so sick of uh, the worldwide media. Leftist. Just, it's all leftist. It's all, right. it's all crap. After the flotilla, you know, we have terrorists no. on camera with weapons. We send our own troops down with freaking paintball guns so that we don't, you know, upset the world. And the world treated us like, you know, like we were the Nazis. It was just insane. So I said, you know what? I'm here for a reason. I'm going to start something. Thank God it got big. But I wanted to give the world the truth, the real truth. Nice, nice. Not this crappy left-wing, you know... Even the right-wing media, like, we're giving you the truth. There is one cancer in the world that's spreading, and it's Islam. It's in every country. Look what's happening in Europe. And no one wants to say it. No one wants to sound racist. But I'm going to say it. Islam, it's a cancer. It's a total cancer. Absolutely, absolutely. Listen, uh, so, uh, since you've been, how old are you? I'm 35. 35. Okay, I got back. I got 10 years on Oh, yeah? Ten years old. So. What did your family think when you made Aliyah? Oh, they loved it. Deep what? inside every Jew's heart, like Jewish parent, even if they're, like, nervous or whatever, my parents love when they say, oh, where do your kids live? Oh, one lives here, one's, one lives in Jerusalem. I just <laughs> I love it. They beam with pride. And I yeah. love it. I now, like giving that to them. Have like, you made like, little Jewish babies yet? No, no. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm dating I'm working on it okay God willing because the minute you do you know mom and dad are going to come home that's that's the goal that's the goal my brother has two kids broke Hashem so I need triplets to offset that to get them over here so that's really what I'm rooting for <laughs> that's awesome man yeah, listen I, I'll tell you this I personally do not believe in the diaspora because the world loves when, the world loves when the Jews are, are scattered scattered and weak because yeah. they're weak we see, and I'm going to say this, this is very important. The American Jewish lobby has failed this country. They've made millions in their pockets. Dude, they're worthless. APAC's the most worthless organization on earth. Thank you. I appreciate you saying that. Ever. Ever. They, don't, they go right in line with whatever the American government says. They're afraid to really speak up. This is the Jewish country. There was never any such country as Palestine. Amen. There's no such thing as the Palestinians. The day after the Six-Day War... All of a sudden, something was called Palestinians. It's like Bigfoot or the Yeti. They don't exist. They're a myth. They're a farce. It's nothing. This is nothing but pure Islam. That's it. 
Well, listen, man, I want to tell you, I am thankful that I got to meet you. Oh, man. I get your stuff. I mean, I get your emails. I want your stuff. t-shirt. I, listen, I'll get you a t-shirt. Okay? All right. Actually, what I'll do is I'm going to get you a, what I call a uh, the Insight to Israel Hershey's for Heroes Cup of Truth. Oh, snap. Can it's you a, tell us a little more about what that entails? It's, it's a coffee cup. <laughs> I drink coffee, but I'm going to use that for my water with lemon. But every since day. you asked for a, for a T-shirt, I'll get you a T-shirt. Yeah. All right. Hey, brother. I'm Yisrael Chai. Amen. Everyone, go to Jews News. Don't be shy to click an ad. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Talk some math. Shavuot Tov from the Holy Land. Amen. This is Michael Gano with Insight Israel and Hershey's for Heroes. God bless the patriot conservatives who stand for the Judeo-Christian founded Constitution and Bill of Rights. And God bless Israel in her fight for sovereignty and security. Wow. Go! Hershey's for Heroes! Wow, wow. One more time, one more time. Go! 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 Hershey's for Heroes! This is Michael Gano with Insight to Israel and Hershey's for Heroes. It's another beautiful day in the Jewish states, and I am here near the Kotel. Behind me is the Al-Aqsa Mosque. This is a place, and this sound you hear is a sound of wickedness. The sound of an ideology that seeks to rule and reign over all of mankind and to spread its wickedness, its oppression, its murder, its bloodshed, from its false prophet, Muhammad, from its lie of Allah and the Quran. This is what the Jewish state lives with, ladies and gentlemen. We're about to go into the old city and take some Hershey's for heroes to these soldiers that defend those who are residents inside, the tourists and the others that come here to go to the hotel. These Muslims here are savages. They teach their children to murder, to rape, to kill. And this is why America must stand with this country in its fight for sovereignty and security. Because America, your children are next. Europe, you're finished. Your anti-Semitism, your godlessness has gotten you an invasion of millions and millions of Muslims and you will pay a price and until you make it right with God and stand with the Jewish people your cities will burn your children's will be slaves to Islam because of your anti-semitism and your godlessness that is a sound of war and all of Islam has declared war on a free people and those that deserve, want to be slaves, they deserve to be slaves. But this, yes, is a spiritual war, but is also physical while we live in this life here. This is the sound, the call of the death of every Jew in this country, in God's land, in the Jewish state. It's a warning to Americans that you would better thank God for your freedom and stand with the Jewish people and stop the funding to Islamic countries before it's too late. Stop the funding to the Gaza before it's too late. Because the Almighty God is withdrawing His hand of mercy and grace. Because America is only a concept, an idea. But Israel is the concrete to that concept.
is Michael Gnow. Insane. The sound of insanity. This is Michael Gano with Insight to Israel and Hershey's for Heroes. We don't fear the Muslims and we don't fear the American government that supports them. We fear God first and we stand with the Jewish state. Our allegiance is to Israel and the Jewish state before anything else. This is Michael Gano with Insight to Israel and Hershey's for Heroes. God bless the patriot conservatives who stand for the Judeo-Christian founded Constitution and Bill of Rights. And God bless Israel in her fight for sovereignty and security. Christians for heroes! Hey, I love you guys. Americans love you guys. Thank you, Michael. You. Thank right. you. Well, you are a good man. You are a good man. <laughs> we'll be at your base soon, guys. All right? Yes. America, send Hershey's for heroes to these great soldiers. We love you. We love, love you, too. This is Michael Gannett with Insight to Israel and Hershey's for Heroes. It's another beautiful day in the Jewish state, even though it's cold and rainy. I'm on my way to Hebron. Bulletproof glass on the on the bus. Why? Because the Muslims are savages and the Quran calls for the death of Jews. Hershey's for Heroes! You're listening to America's Webradio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. But I never expected to see someone from my hometown, from Clarksburg, West Virginia, actually here in the Jewish state. And, uh, you know, David, I'm, I'm glad you're here. I'm glad David is experiencing uh, Israel for the first time. Uh, and we also have David's pastor. Sir, could you introduce yourself? Absolutely. I'm uh, Bishop David Hudson, and uh, we're in Morgantown, West Virginia. And uh, this is our 20th journey here to Israel. And uh, we've been coming for 30 years now. Wow. And started back in 1985. So it's been a phenomenal time, experience. We've brought probably hundreds of people. We've experienced Israel from uh, all the way north to south, east to west, from Elat all the way to the Lebanon and Syrian border. So um, we've been probably some places where our angels fear to tread. You have been coming to Israel almost as long as Israel has been a state. Yes, well, we're both the same age. <laughs> yes. Oh wow! Oh, yes. Okay, that's telling. Modern day Israel, yes. Nice. So, uh, for you that uh, want to know how old I am, you just answer the question: How old Israel is, and you'll know. Amen. Wow, that's great. And ma'am, what's your name? Brenda. Brenda. Now, Brenda, let me ask you something, and I, I'm, a, I'm actually going to start with Dave because we're going to we're going to talk about what their experience has been like. And this is David. Like I said, David's first time, and and I think it's important for people to to understand. Why, as Americans, we owe, the and even more so as Christians, why we owe the Jewish people for our freedom. Because if you're not a Christian, you can't fully comprehend and understand because of the separation of church and state, right. which we know doesn't exist. Uh, but you can't fully comprehend the depth, the spiritual depth, beyond just the physical uh, Ma'am, could you introduce yourself, please? You said Brenda? Yes. Brenda. Brenda, what's it been like for you uh, as the, the wife of the pastor, which is a lot of responsibility, and uh, uh, to to come here with your husband so many times? Because that's not always... David's wife wasn't able to make it. Uh, you had a newborn child, right? Uh, in uh, December. Congratulations. Wow, she's a good child. Yes. Wow, that's amazing. Congratulations. Thank you. So, so what's it like to have come with your husband so many times to Israel? 
Well, to just be truthful with you, I would be jealous if he came without me. <laughs> and I can only explain that every time that we are ready to come to Israel, it's like if I even thought that I wouldn't be able to come, I just don't think I could stand that. And even whenever I get home, there are times, several months, you know, that I have a hunger just to come back and wow. be in Israel. It's it's just there. I can't explain it to you why I have that or anything like that. But uh, I feel very safe when I'm here. I've never felt like that. I was in any danger, and I just love the land and the people. Amen, amen. You know, I have to tell you that my when I first came uh, to Israel, I'd never been here before. And, you know, the one thing I like to emphasize, because in reality... Uh, you know, as Christians, Jesus was Jewish. And Isaiah says two things. And I, I, I apologize if, I, if I'm one of those guys, I forget, I forget everything anyway. If I was married, I'd probably forget my wife's name. But uh, God will judge the nations, ladies and gentlemen, on how they treated the Jewish Absolutely. 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 And we will all Standing judgment, for Stand judgment, but, yes. but the, the, we will also come to Jerusalem and worship God. Amen. And uh, so that's why I say, you know, there's a big misconception among some of the religious here, not all, that that uh, they think that uh, the Christians are trying to take over. I'm not trying to take over nothing. That's this right. is God's land that's right. to the Jewish people. Yes. Right. And. Uh, so, you know, let's let's clarify that for the sake of, of those here in Israel that may misunderstand our Christian motives. So, uh, wow. Let's we, we don't want to change anybody from being Jewish. We want them to continue to be Jewish. We're not here to cross the line. We're just here to stand with Israel. We're here to be an encouragement, to be a blessing. And uh, that is the purpose. Nothing more, nothing less. Wow, wow. David, wow. Sir... That's great. Like, better than Sunday dinner. Yeah. <laughs> Feeling it. So, David, this is your first time. First time. And uh, I'm, I'm going to say that obviously you came with professionals. Yes. 20 years. 20, did I say 20 years? 20 years. 20, 20 years. We've been coming 30 years. 30 years. Our 20th trip. Your 20th trip. Okay. Thanks for and, See, I forget that. 30 years, right? That's why one of those says write them down. David, what's it been like for you on this trip to see... I mean, this is stuff you read about. It's been incredible. It's uh, really a humbling experience. Uh, I feel blessed for, for being able to come here and, and to learn about the Holy Land and uh, to, to put words with actual scene or the place. I mean, it just puts it all together. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I look forward to hopefully coming back again. To bring your wife and your child. Bring my wife and child. So, nice. Uh, Lord willing. Amen, amen. You know, the Jewish people said, I'm sure you've heard it you, from my, your mouth to God. Either. And, uh, you know, sometimes we forget so much of those little things. You know, uh, I don't want to talk, there's so much I can say. Yes, yeah, so it's all right. But, uh, anyway, so now do you folks have children? Can I ask that? I have two children. I've got one son, uh, two, two sons. One uh, son is... Um, now the senior pastor there at the church where I'm at. I'm, oh, wow. I have been elected as the bishop of the church. Nice. So it gives me more freedom to move around. 
also the state superintendent uh, of a number of churches wow. in the state of West Virginia and the United Pentecostal Church. I'm also the state director for Christians United for Israel. Wow! And uh, does that tell you anything? That, wow! Wow! <laughs> I ain't got John Hagee, yeah. but I got the best. <laughs> yeah, you got me. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just with John here, just uh, back in July. Wow! That's great. They, they, that amazing, amazing yeah. people. Yeah. What they do. Yes. Between, between John Hagee and Mike Huckabee. Yeah. What they do for the Jewish state. Yeah, that's right. They speak loud and clear. Congress can't even touch what they do. That's right. That's right. Right. Wow, that's great to hear. So, uh, sir, let me ask you something. If you had one message you could send. Now, I'm a big advocate. I don't believe in a diaspora. When God opens the door after 2,000 years, you better walk through. I say that every rabbi should be the next Moses leading his people home. That's right. That's right. So if you had a message for for Christians, your wife, I know she kind of, she really summed it up there. Women had the greatness to do that. But... Uh, if you could give us just a little food for the, for thought and something for the soul. Right, I could easily do that. Uh, our reason for being here is goes all the way back to the promise that uh, God made to Abraham when he said, you know, those that bless Israel, those that bless my people are going to be blessed. Those that curse Israel, curse my people, are going to be cursed. Now, we don't come here because we expect to be blessed. Of course. But uh, we do know that there is a blessing in that. And we, my message is really simple. Uh, to stand with Israel uh, because you're going to stand you know, with God's people. Amen. And that's very clear in the scripture. And uh, there's a lot of conjecture. But it goes back to the fact that uh, when Abraham sired Isaac, Isaac was the promised child. And it was not the other son. Isaac is the promised child. So we know that the Jewish people are his people. Mm-hmm. So um, I'd say, if nothing else, if you want to be blessed, bless God's people. Amen. Amen. Wow. You know what's amazing, sir? I'm sitting here while you're talking. Folks, you got to get this. We are grafted. Yes. Grafted yes. in. We are grafted. We we are not the we are not the we are not the, the original branch because up in Judea and Samaria they're teaching this crazy. Uh, I do not believe in replacement theology. Replacement theology. Yeah. I do not believe in replacement theology. Wow. I'm on another interview uh, that's going around the world actually back a couple of years ago uh, with a group and uh, Laurie Cardoza Moore proclaiming justice to the nations and we uh, cover a whole lot of things. Yeah. And uh, in fact, they're coming back here this next month doing some more filming and so forth. They've done several phenomenal documentaries. Nice. But uh, the truth is, you know, we have been grafted in. Wow. So we cannot boast ourselves against against the root. Uh, we need to be careful lest we also lose uh, the place where we're at now. You know what's exciting, sir? When I talk to these soldiers, these religious soldiers, they can't even. I, I'm sure you, you've been here enough times, David. When I had a 17-year-old, 18-year-old, 19-year-old kid look at me and say, why do you care? This is not your problem. You have an easy life in the United States. You could be there. And, I, and they, they always ask me, are you Christian? Now, the second question is, are you evangelical? And I want to say thank you the, because there's a lot of these Lutherans and these other craziness coming here. And they're standing with the Muslims against the Jewish people. And the Episcopalians and all these, they're craziness. God's going to strike you down. You don't stand against this people. 
Anyway, and I, I tell him, I say, you know what? Because you're the final. That's right. What, what is Christianity? Because they say, oh, do you read the Christian Bible or do you read the... You don't read the Torah, do you read the Christian I'm like, love. I was raised on Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, That's and David, right. and Solomon, That's right. That's right. and the prophets. Right. You know? And when, when you start to talk, when you start to tell Torah, talk about Torah, and you can quote scripture and verse and talk about the stories, they're shocked. Right. They're so amazed. And and I've been invited to people's homes, and the the, 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 the belief, you must be Jewish. No. No. Amazing. for God's people. Amazing, amazing. Yeah. Wow. David, would you like to say anything? Um, just... Ma'am, your sad ladies last, but first. I just want them to know that we are standing with them, and we will always stand with them. And we do have a love in our heart for them, and we pray for them and their families. So we just want you to know that we stand with you all the way. Let me see how much time I got. Okay. I, I stuck my face up with that. That's all right. But this is going to get turned into yeah, audio, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> Sir, let me ask you, uh, what first, how did you, first of all, how did you end up, uh, I, I tried to end that on that, but I can't, because there's a few questions I need to ask. I'm, I'm scatterbrained a little bit. How did you end up that, uh, the districts? Being for Kufi. Uh, for Kufi. Um, <clears throat> I have to try to think that through. I've been thinking about the other day, uh, how it all got started. I've had a, a, just a love for Israel, you know, for, for many years, many years. And that's what brought me to Israel back in 1985. And because I always had a desire to want to come to Israel. And when the opportunity came, uh, it certainly came. Of course, everything was intensified. And so um, I've been at a number of events. And somehow I connected with some people that um, uh, told me about uh, Kufa. And then from there, I just started uh, promoting things. And uh, kind of went from there. Yeah. So that's how... Kind of worked out. Nice, nice. We're going to bring this a little closer because I'm, all these beautiful kids start screaming hard a little bit. So uh, now, what 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 exactly does your position entail? Like, what are your duties? I don't have any specific duties. The, the main duties would certainly be to educate people and help them to have an understanding uh, with regards to Israel and that we're standing with Israel. We have no other agenda. It's not a political agenda. Right. It is just simply a, an agenda of standing with Israel, standing with God's people, and helping to promote and help people to understand, you know, uh, that uh, Israel is uh, not uh, out to try to demonize the world. Right. They're right. the ones that are being um, demonized themselves. Now, uh, you know, the sad thing is, as we all know, is that Unfortunately, you know, I've, you know, I've done all this research into government funding to Muslim countries, and you know, I used to believe this lie when I worked in politics in Washington that we fund, give more money to Israel. That was like kind of the Republican pride. We give more money to Israel than any other country, and it's not, it's a lie. We give them a loan, yeah, and they have to feed our military-industrial complex by buying our weapons, right? And their weapon, we give them our weapons are substandard because they take our weapons and improve upon. Them. Can you imagine that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. yeah. Yeah. 
That's why God has made Israel the head and not the tail any longer. They're number one in technology, agriculture, medicine. And when you say that, to these people have been, you know, these be, they've been beat down. Absolutely. These folks have yes. been beat down. Yes. And uh, when I as when I tell them, you're number one, God, you this you know I'm hanging out with the Jews because you're the smartest folks on two feet. Right. They've had more uh, Nobel, uh, Nobel, Nobel Prizes Prize awarded to them in yeah. so many areas across the board. And uh, when you look at other uh, people that are really trying to come against them, put them down, they... The Jewish people have made more contributions to humanity wow. than um, than many others all put together. Not even to mention our Constitution and Bill of Rights exactly. and Jews that funded the Revolutionary right. War, which right. we never talk about. Right. Right. We never talk about those things. Instead, the the wickedness of the world has turned it into a conspiracy theory. Right. To, when I when I before I moved here, I would get harassed all the time on the social media. So now that I get here, I'm like, are you kidding me? Are you serious? These people are doing good to survive. You think they have time to try and take over the world? Exactly. <laughs> right. Exactly. That's the craziest bunch of nonsense I ever heard. So, uh, and and what is how's it changed your life, man? Because you're you're working with your husband. You guys are one unit. Right. I'll never be able to probably say that I've been married 40 years. 48. 48 years. years. I did not mean to detract. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> so, so what's it been like for you to work with your husband and you guys do all this this advocacy work for Israel and bring people here every year? Oh, it's been tremendous. Well, if you, it, I, I just, I just thoroughly enjoy it, and uh, it has. When it first started, you know, I didn't quite understand it all. Yeah. And I couldn't quite put it all together. But it's just open doors that God gives us, and we're planning on walking through every open door that He Amen. gives to us. Amen. And it has changed my life. It has changed my life to understand them and see how that they have survived down through the wow. years and uh, still a people that is still pressing on no matter what happens to them. Amazing. And that God has filled them with the ability and the strength to do what he wants them to do and just keep pressing on in life. Wow. And uh, instead of giving up, right. you know, there are so many times that they could have just totally given up, but they didn't. They just keep pressing on. So it gives me courage to know that whenever I have something happen in my life, that if they can press on, I sure can press on, Amen. you know, and do what the Lord wants me to do. You know, it's uh, uh, people I talk to almost uh, on a daily basis, I travel the country. Some people say, Michael, we're just tired of fighting. We just want to live in peace and raise exactly. our family. Yes, yes, you know? yes. I, I can't even, as an American, I haven't been through anything. I've right. been through no, nothing. Right. That's right. Nothing. That's right. And, and, and these people fight for freedom every day. And, you know, sometimes my mother gets on to me a little bit. And I understand she's a mother. And she lives there. And I live here. And she doesn't see all the things that I've seen being with the soldiers and during last year's operation and being in some very dangerous places. And when I see these folks, look, I, I know what Islam is and I don't hate people. But the, I guess there comes a time, and I think we've lost that, that defining sense in the United States of what righteous indignation is. You know, the, the, the cost of... You know, many times as Christians, we say, and, and prayer is key. That moves the heart and the hand of God. Absolutely. But sometimes if you have a flat tire and you say, what does God want me to do? There's folks out there that actually believe that and they have to pray about it. 
over the silliest things. Now, I know a lot of those people were probably young in the Lord, but there's a mentality in the West that says, a pinprick and we're out of here. When I see the Christians in China that are persecuted, Christians being slaughtered in the Middle East, Christians now persecuted, real Christians in Europe, now that all the mosques or churches have become mosques, and I look down through the centuries looking back, and we think there's something special about us in the West that we're just going to, some rapture just going to take us out of here? And my point is, is that because we've never had to fight for anything, my mother sometimes, Michael, are you, are you sure you're not getting hard and bitter? And I'm like, no, Mom, it's not like that. I don't hate people, but I have an obligation to stand in the face of Islam. Uh, let me just go on record to, to say Islam is not a religion. It is, a, mm. it is an ideology. Yes, sir. And if you really do the history on it, and most people don't do the history right. on it, and it's very clear, very clear what they are and what they believe. And so uh, uh, a religion doesn't do some of the things that they're doing. No. We understand that uh, there are many of them are extremists, but uh, I personally believe that they have a, uh, a plan to want to take over the world. No. Uh, unfortunately, that is not going to happen. And uh, they, they're not aware of that, but Mm-mm-mm. nobody's made them understand that. Well, you know, uh, what people don't understand about Islam is there's a, there's a religious side, there's a dietary side, a family side, an economic side, a political side. Uh, you have your educational side, your legal side. All of that undergirds the militant arm of Islam. So, you know, there were no extremist Nazis. They were just Nazis. Right. There are no extremist Muslims. Right. You just have a group of guys that are supported by everyone else. And listen, I just heard, I read an article today because, you know, the, the, the Europeans are coming against Israel hard. Mm-hmm. And they're buying from Syria and parts of Syria and parts of Iraq. They're buying oil from ISIS. Right. They're buying oil from ISIS, yeah. and yet they're sending their men over here to fight against ISIS. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Duh. I mean, can, I can't even wrap my mind around no. that. Right. And they're boycotting Israel. Right. Yes. And they're wanting, Israel to, they're wanting Israel's products to be labeled. Right. Obama just came out to today on that very point. And um, all I want to say is give me a break. Yeah, it's insane. Now, the amazing thing is... This country, you know, a lot of, right now, the Russians are actually training Muslims from the Gaza and from Judea and Samaria to be paratroopers. And I showed this video to some people that were pro-Putin, some Russian Jews that were, ah, Putin's a good guy. I'm like, no, he's not. You, You think? Let me show you what I know about him. And I would show them this video and they're shocked. It shows them in Russia. It's in Arabic media, training, jumping out of airplanes in Russia. And they're like, well, what, what's the reason for that? Because Russia, or Israel has enough gas and oil to last 600 years plus. Russia wants it. They now discovered over a billion dollars worth of gold in the mountains of Elat. Russia wants it. Right. Plus the trillions of dollars worth of minerals in the Dead Sea. Right. Yes. And Russia's made a deal with the devil and said, you want Jerusalem? We'll get you Jerusalem. I want the rest. And you talk to any most soldiers here, they'll tell you Gog and Magog is on the way. Right. We now have China in the back door. The leftist media, MSNBC today, was denying it. The White House has denied that China's in in uh, Syria right now. Yeah. And uh, 
He denied all the want, but the, the facts are there. Yeah. Wow. And you know what, sir? I appreciate you saying that. The yeah. Muslims will lose. And when when the when folks, when I talk, well, we hope, we hope. I'm like, listen, you're, you believe in God, right? Of course I believe in God. With my keep on, I believe yeah. in God. I yeah. said, didn't he bring you out? Didn't he help you cross the Red Sea? You wouldn't be here if your parents hadn't come through. That's right. If he said he's going to do it, he will wipe out your enemies in one fell swoop. Right. Right. Mm. Anyway, sir, you got anything you'd like to add? Jump in here. I got... I'm telling you what, with the... You touched a little bit on, on some prophetic things. Yes, sir. We can take that and, and run with it. I have a message that, uh, that God gave me about probably 10 years ago. And it's basically a, um, a four-part message. The overall message is God's message, uh, God's last day message. Number one, his message to the seven churches, his message to the Gentile nations, and thirdly, God's message to Israel, and finally, God's last day message. Let me give you a... A capsule on that. God's message to the seven churches. Bottom line is to repent. Right. That's what. That's what we need to do in America today is to repent. Understand. We have a at. false nationalism today. It's not based on God. Absolutely. Secondly, God's message to the Gentile nations. Are you listening, Gentile nations? The message is judgment. The message mm. is judgment. Mm-hmm. It's clear. It's. It was spoken by the prophets. It's recorded throughout the scriptures. And as you, especially if you get in the book of Revelation, the judgments of the seals and the, uh, the, the vows and the trumpets, it is going to be a terrible place to be. The third part, God's message to the Jewish people is just simply, I am your God and you are my people. I love you and I want you to know that I'm with you and will never leave you. Finally, God's last day message to the world is simply, I am coming quickly. So, uh, if you're listening today, if I was you, I'd be getting prepared. Amen. What you, what you better be doing, you better be getting down and praying somewhere, asking God to clean up your life. Amen. And uh, get your life in order. Uh, and after you've repented, find somebody to baptize you in the in the name of Yeshua, Yamashiach. Amen. The only name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. You're the. F- and then when that happens, I can tell you that God is going to fill you with His Amen. Spirit. And it's yes. going to take that same yes. spirit that raised Christ from the dead to quicken your mortal body. You're the second man in three years on my radio show to ever talk like that, and I appreciate it. Well, you're about to get me started. <laughs> <laughs> wow, wow, wow. That's great stuff. Wow. This is going to air this Sunday, by the way. That would be fine. I'll be, uh, I'll be in the States. I'm on my way to D.C., actually. We land on Saturday night. We have a Sunday morning service. And then I'm headed to D.C. and actually be meeting with uh, Ted Cruz wow. and some other uh, candidates. We got some good folks out there. There is, but we need we need we need some we need some uh, people to stand up and to be counted in this hour. Amen. And we do not have any statesmen. We, we don't have people like Churchill. We don't have people like uh, Ronald Reagan. No. We need some people that are not afraid to stand up and uh, to speak up. Well. Trump's doing it, but unfortunately, yes. he's not. He's he's he needs to get some things. But at least he's at least yes. he's taking a stand. There, yes. The media hates him. The media, right. hates, if they hate you, yeah, then you must be doing something right. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's craziness. Yeah. It's craziness. I will tell you right now, if I had to vote today, if the election was being held today, I would vote for Donald Trump. Oh, okay. But there's a whole lot that can happen between now and the final election. Absolutely. So if he can just keep his head on straight, keep moving forward. 
he, he's not afraid. He, he he won't back down right in the face of people. Right, and that's what we need. We have too many people that's wishy washy and uh, not um, not speaking up. And you know, I, we, we were both in agreement. I think we all are in agreement that you know a lot of people here ask me. Um, who do you think is going to win? I said it won't matter. Because, again, and look, I, we need to take responsibility and vote and be Absolutely. proactive. I agree with that. Because you can sit around and pray, and that's the key. Let me emphasize that because I'm so misunderstood. Yes. But you, your egg's not going to get boiled for you. We have brought 34 people on this trip, and it has been a strategic uh, time of praying. We have focused praying. Uh, from the from the southern part of the state of the state of Israel to the northern part see of the border, folks. yes, and at twenty specific places we have stopped and prayed along the way. We had a three and a half hour prayer meeting in Jerusalem uh, just the other day. Wow! Overlooking the Knesset, we were praying uh, for the leaders of the Knesset, asking God to to help them to be God minded in their thinking, and to, of course praying for the peace of Jerusalem. And we've continued to just move on and do all that we can. Amen. Amen. Let you wrap it up. Yeah, we're just about done here. Listen, folks, I'm going to tell you. I say, I, you know, the Bible talks about not being in debt. But I want Americans, if you're a Christian, if you say, say, say you're a Christian, you need to, I say, take out a bank loan. Empty it out. And God, if you come and spend every dime in this country, in this God-blessed Jewish labored land, God will repay you before the bills do. That's right. Now that sounds a little bit of an exaggeration, but I'm going to tell you, I've seen it in my life, and especially in this country. Pastor, I want to say thank you for being on the show. Absolutely. You guys uh, are amazing, man. It was a pleasure. David, it was great to see you again. Great to see you. And uh, folks, listen, stand with Israel. You Listen, we are in some very serious days, and these, send Hershey's for heroes. Put a note on a chocolate bar. Show these soldiers you love them, you stand with them, and you're praying for them for victory. God will bring it, but God has moved when we move God. This is Michael Gano with Insight to Israel and Hershey's for Heroes. God bless the patriot conservatives who stand for the Judeo-Christian founded Constitution and Bill of Rights. And God bless Israel in her fight for sovereignty and security. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening.